0: Yeah, don't it sound so epic? Horns are screaming, I ain't the one you want to mess with. Use a joke, I ain't the one you want to jest with. The battle's coming, you only got a few seconds to run. Yeah. Yeah. Hello Bengals fans, I am Matt Minnick, and this is Coach Speak. First episode since the draft, sorry, I've been buried in the film room. Uh, getting into some of these new Bengals, not quite as many new Bengals as we're used to, uh, but but hey, that can be a good thing, you know. And it's been widely said that this wasn't a particularly deep draft, and which um, is a little odd since you have so many you know older players with the extra COVID year. You think you'd uh, have a few more prospects naturally, but uh, you know that, that was said. And the Bengals seemed to target the guys they wanted and use their assets. In terms of draft picks, to to go and get them, you know, using more than one pick to get the guy they wanted, rather than just taking whoever fell to them. So a little bit out of character, but you know, we've we've seen some flexibility from them in recent years. We've seen different styles of drafts. We've seen them uh, trade down multiple times in a draft. We've seen them avoid uh, trading whatsoever and just sit and pick. And now we've seen them trade up. Again, somewhat out of character, but that's uh, you know that's great. You know they're, they're showing some flexibility, and you know I can say out of character, but we see now that they're willing to adjust to what is correct, at least in their minds, to the scenario. So let's just talk really briefly about this draft. Um, I was a huge Dax Hill fan. Dax Hill was one of two players who I really loved in the first round, but thought were not. Terribly realistic to make it to the Bengals. Um, And the other one was George Carloffis that went, I I picked before them to the Kansas City Chiefs. So it works out pretty well. Uh, Both of those guys did fall. Um, One of them almost got there and the other one did. And uh, Dax Hill, great fit for the Bengals. Extremely versatile guy. You know, I think people talk about him as being a slot. I think he can play that position. Um, But, you know, you got Mike Hilton. I think you're in a good spot with that. Um, I think he gives you the flexibility that Hilton's not always great in coverage. You know, we saw a little bit of that in the Super Bowl, that uh, the Rams were going to try to expose him with OBJ. We saw one touchdown um, with OBJ matched up against Hilton. And, uh, you know, OBJ got hurt, and and their game plan changed. Uh, What would have been the flex to that if Hilton would have continued to have, have issues covering him? We'll never know. Uh, but now we know that there is a flex with, with Hill that they can, uh, it doesn't mean you're benching, you know, Hilton or anything like that. But, you know, if, if he's exposed in some kind of way, if somebody's just not a great matchup for him, if they're doing something a little different, you know, you can always play around with Hilton a little bit, um, and, and get, get Hill in there. Um, I think the, the long-term plan will be for Hill to be a starting safety for this team though. And you look at, look, we all know the Jesse Bates situation, but Von Bell is also a free agent. So who is going to be back? hopefully at least one of them, you know, uh, but if you spend the money that you're going to have to spend to keep Jesse Bates, are you going to be able to spend a bunch of money on, on Von Bell as well? You know, it's not going to be the same kind of money, but it's still a lot of money. Uh, you know, it might be better to have that rookie contract opposite Bates, so you're not allocating too many resources to that one specific position. So I think it makes a lot of sense from that standpoint, and if it's Bell, then, you know, it's, a, it's the same scenario. you got a cheap contract, and you get got to you know, uh, a more reasonable than Bates' contract with Bell. Um, and I think Hill has that versatility that he can replace either one of them. But personally, I think I think the Bengals don't want a strong safety and a free safety. I think they want guys that can do multiple things. And and I think you you really get that with Hill. So he's got that flexibility. I think to replace either one of them and make it work. Uh, the versatility to to play out in the slot. Some people say outside. I don't see it. Um, you know, I think he can in a pinch. Um, I just don't think that that's his, his long-term fit and the best, you know, uh, use of his talents long-term. That's just me, though. Maybe I'm wrong. Only time will tell. Uh, but I think, look, he can play the other, you know, six positions. <laughs> you know, uh, excuse me, of, of like the six positions that you see mainly in the defensive backfield, he can play you know, the, other, the other four the safeties and uh, the third safety in the third corner. So that's plenty of versatility for Dax Hill there. Uh, let's get into the second round. Cam Taylor Britt, uh, some excellent athleticism. Uh, dude's a fireball, you know. There, there, there was a, um, you know, his game against Michigan. Like, dude was on fire, you know, and he was just all over the place. It doesn't matter that he was playing Michigan or whoever he was playing, you know. Like, it wasn't just about the the competition. It wasn't like he matched up with somebody really well. It was just he was going. He was the energizer bunny, and I think you know you do see. Uh, you know, in most cases, in most games, he, 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 looks pretty good. Um, but that game was like, holy crap, this is the guy that we, we really want to see every day, day in, day out. Um, we're some strong against Oklahoma. I don't know what was going on with him, uh, in that week. I'm kind of trying to figure that out right now. Um, you know, so there's definitely some, uh, some, some things to fine tune in terms of, you know, particularly the, 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 consistency there. Uh, but Cam Taylor Britt's an excellent player. Um, and you know, he could, he could become something there um, I didn't really get into this with Hill. Dax Hill, you know, we, we talk about him in terms of the future, but because he's got a, a, a really interesting skill set, you know, I think he's he's a guy that probably gets like 500 snaps this year. Um, you know, even if there aren't any major injuries, you know, even if he doesn't win a, over a, you know, a technically starting type of role, uh, he gets like 500 or so snaps, he's going to contribute quite a bit uh, to that defense. Cam Tiller-Britt, it's, it's going to be a little bit more difficult to see. You know, um, it's not going to be as easy as people think to beat out Eli Apple. You know, Eli Apple did a really good job last year. They feel very comfortable with him. There's a lot of trust there. Um, so it's not going to be that easy to beat him up. And I'm not saying Cam Tiller-Britt can't do it, um, but don't be surprised if Cam Tiller-Britt is, is not the starter in week one, and if Cam Taylor-Britt is not the starter in week one, please do not call him a bust because that's not what it means. All right, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be tough. You know, and that's a tough position to to come in and make an impact right away. Sometimes, and um, let's play the long game here. Uh, but I, I think uh, I think it's a good pick, and and, and I'm, I'm thrilled about. it. I think he does some really good things. Uh, we well, some film rooms coming out on, on those guys in the coming weeks. Uh, Zach Carter. That one's gonna be coming a little bit sooner in terms of the film room. Uh, Zach Carter, look, I lump him in with like Logan Hall because my thing with Logan Hall was, hey, if you're taking him, he's a defensive end slash three technique. He's not, you know, he's not really a three technique, um, and that's how I look at Hall right now too. Um, you know, Hall came out in his press conference and said, "I can make the most impact on the inside." I agree with that because he's a he's a good interior pass rusher, um, but we've also. Heard the the Bengals staff uh, talk about how you know they've seen him at a, at a heavier weight and they think he can get developed into an every down three technique, but right now he's a defensive end against the run and he's a he's a pass rusher in the interior. So that's great. I mean, you know, you need that guy. I'm just saying he's not going to come in and and he's not Larry Ogunjobi. He's not going to have that same role. Um, you know, he he will, I believe, you know, be a you know, come in a relief of hill, uh, but mainly, yeah, excuse me, mainly uh, in passing type situations, um, and yeah, again, maybe he'll develop, maybe he'll get a little bit stronger. Uh, we we seen some good things, but we've also I've also seen him kind of get uh, rolled up on from some double teams as well. Um, but every once in a while, he kind of goes beast mode. I posted a clip of him, um, you know, Evan Neal trying to reach him and and him basically shrugging it off. So he can do some things. I just don't think. You want him in there against the run, and uh, in the interior. I think he's fine on the edge. I think he can hold the edge just fine. Uh, but you know the double teams and things like that he has to deal with. Um, I think he's not there yet. So maybe he'll be that guy long term. But look, third round pick, situational pass rusher in the inside. They can play great. Like <laughs> all that stuff's awesome. I will. I will absolutely take that one hundred percent. All right. So that moves us into the fourth round. Now this one just dropped uh, on Monday. I don't know when you're listening to this, but it just wrapped on Monday. I do have a film room out. Film, blah, blah. Can't talk this morning. Film room out on Cordell Volson. and uh, you know, look, he was a big talk. You know, and and O line tends to be with this team. This is the only pick they used on offense, and it was an offensive lineman from North Dakota State. Um, obviously, not people don't know a ton about him because you don't see a ton of North Dakota State games on TV. So I did some deep diving. Um, Using resources and uh, was able to get uh, you know get some good film on him. I've got a film room out on Century Jungle right now. Definitely check that out. Look, people are getting really excited about this guy, and I like him too. But let's not just crown him right. Again, fourth round pick. We know how the Bengals feel about offensive line coming in and playing right away. You know they believe that it's really tough to do. Um, they believe in Jackson Carmen. Uh, you know on the football field, I believe in Jackson Carmen. All right. You know, recent events make me, uh, less encouraged to, uh, well re- recent, um, not recent events, but recent articles by other, uh, publications, uh, you know, make me less inclined to, to cheer for Jackson Carmen. Um, but on the football field, like he does have some potential, honestly, Volson reminds me of him in a lot of ways. Uh, you know, good at dealing with, um, uh, you know, with, with his feet uh, in short spaces, which makes him predict better as a guard than as a tackle. You know, former tackle, former starting tackle. Um, you know, both of those guys, great anchor, I believe. Uh, but he's got like a feistiness. He's got a nastiness to him that, that's definitely uh, a little bit different than than Carmen. Uh, so check that out. Uh, we'll see what's coming on going on with him. And again. I, I don't know. You know, like, I think I think uh, to have a shot. I think they believe they want to they give him a shot there. I think there's a lot of other young second-year guys. And if Volson comes in and can't adjust to the NFL in year one, that does not make him a bust. That doesn't mean we need to move on. Um, it means, you know, we're on to the next year. and We'll see what's going on with him. Uh, you know, a little bit older guy, so probably a little bit more developed. Um, but, you know, still has to make that adjustment. So let's be patient with Cordell Volson as well all right so that's uh the fourth round definitely check out that film room as i said uh fifth round traded up tyson anderson okay it's like they trade up to get cordell i was giving that cordell they trade up to get uh, cam Tiller britt they they t- trade up to get tyson anderson from toledo to safety uh crazy measurables ton of special teams reps i think it was like 900 plus pressure teams reps uh so we're gonna see a ton of this guy on special teams um you know, Val Victorian, you know, they focused on that and they, they said, look, he's a Val Victorian. It's not just about being smart. It means he's an achiever, um, which was the word that uh, Lou Andorumo used to describe him. He's an achiever. He achieves. You know, he wins. So we'll see what, what, what goes on with him, what he d- uh, develops into. Defensively, I think mainly we're going to see him on special teams, though. Uh, and that athletic skill set will be very helpful in that way. And then we're going to go on to Jeffrey Gunter from the. Chantelier's um, another pass rusher, uh, a little bit more of an edge rusher, can be a little bit of a stand-up guy, which really fits for the for the Bengals. Um, you know, they, they play their, at their end in that way. They play a, a basically 3-4 defense in their base. Um, so we'll, we'll see what he can do as well. And you know, I, I still got to dig a little bit deeper into that film, uh, but he definitely has some pass rush acumen and it can be another guy that they can uh, put into that mix uh, you know, with with Hubert and some of those guys as potential, you know, rotational guys, uh and, and see what they develop into. Uh but all in all, look, it wasn't a huge draft. They didn't get a ton of guys. I think they did a really solid job though. You know, I think they they didn't um they they addressed some things they needed, like they got an interior pass pressure, but they didn't pigeon themselves into we had to find the three technique because that was gonna be hard to find in this draft because there weren't many guys like that. Um you know, so they and they didn't say, "Well, we need a corner, we're going to get a corner in round one, and this guy's gone, so we're going to get you know fuck like, no they 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 got the value out of it um they did the things you know they needed to do, but I don't believe that they they reached it all to do it so uh really good setup there, uh really good job I think they did only time will tell as we know that tends to be the case, only time will tell um but i'm excited to see what these guys can do uh if we get into the next few weeks and i will have film rooms coming out on all of them over the next few weeks probably about one a week like i said cordell volson the guard is already out there check that out since jungle i think that card is probably gonna be the next one i work on who day yeah, we-